You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring. You need the next evolution of MDR, and only Critical Start delivers it. Critical Start doesn't just monitor and respond to threats. They put you in control by detecting suspicious activities, quickly responding to contained threats, and identifying your most critical assets and protecting them against vulnerabilities and exposures. With continuous visibility, expert guidance, and measurable risk reduction, Critical Start has redefined what it means to manage cyber risk. Demonstrate provable security maturity to your leadership while positioning your program to achieve the greatest risk reduction per dollar spent. Stop fearing risk and start managing it with Critical Start. Visit criticalstart.com and request a demo today. That's criticalstart.com. U.S. think tanks hacked and, like election databases, signs point toward Russia. Russia calls it an American provocation. U.S. federal and state officials think about securing November's vote. SWIFT sustains new money transfer fraud attempts. New ransomware strains are out in the wild, and a Trojan is impersonating Google Chrome. And what would it take to get you kids into a MiG-21? I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, August 31st, 2016. U.S. officialdom has been slow to attribute recent politically relevant hacks to any state actors, but CrowdStrike hasn't been coy. The company says Cozy Bear, Russia's FSB, is behind breaches at U.S. think tanks studying Russia. The full list of affected think tanks is unknown, but one of them is the Center for Strategic and International Studies. CSIS not only acknowledged coming under attack, whose effects they've said they've mitigated, but described the ministrations of Russian intelligence as part of the cost of doing business. The director of the Center's Strategic Technologies Program, James Andrew Lewis, told Defense One, quote, It's like a badge of honor. Any respectable think tank has been hacked. The Russians just don't get the idea of independent institutions, so they're looking for secret instructions from Obama. Another benefit is they can go to their bosses and show what they took to prove their worth as spies. End quote. Russian intelligence services remain the leading suspects in last month's incursions into U.S. voting databases. But Russia today poo-poos all the evidence tossed up by ThreatConnect, Fidelis, CrowdStrike, and SecureWorks as a whole lot of nothing. These denials convince few beyond those already disposed to take at face value Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov's denial a fortnight ago. He declined to comment on pseudo-sensational news and added, quote, President Putin has repeatedly articulated our position and stated publicly that we never interfere in the internal affairs of other countries, end quote. So there you have it. In fairness to Foreign Minister Lavrov, as usual, the evidence in these cases, however compelling it may be, remains largely circumstantial. There is, however, a growing consensus that U.S. elections are vulnerable to disruption in cyberspace. If you're an election official anywhere in the U.S., whether you're in Hackensack, Pflugerville, Sholo, or Koalinga, and you're worried about Cozy Bear or Fancy Bear finding your networks just right, Red Seal's CEO Ray Rothrock offered the CyberWire some tips we're happy to pass along to you. 
First, accurately visualize all access paths across your as-built network. Prioritize vulnerabilities based on that access and on the business context of information in network. Segment your network to control or limit access from untrusted sources, like we add the Internet. Take vulnerable assets offline if possible. And use your security resources against high-priority vulnerabilities. Rothrock, like many observers, sees erosion of voter trust in the electoral system as among the more serious concerns these incidents arouse. The insider threat continues to be a serious challenge for cybersecurity professionals, be it the malicious actor or careless or undertrained employee. We recently caught up with Dr. Jim Kent, global head of security for Nuix. For the first time, the growing trend about insider threat is really being realized. It's, you know, the awareness and acceptance that the insider threat has always been the elephant in the room that nobody really wants to talk about is now coming more and more to the front. People are accepting it and saying, okay, there is something that we really must look at how we deal with. And why is insider threat important to me and why is it important to us at Nuix? Well, for me, it encompasses a lot of the general trends that you see in cybersecurity under one umbrella. So... When we start to dig into that, it gets really interesting because we start to say, well, look, where is the critical value data? We're suddenly going to the realms of understanding the lay of the land. Where is, you know, what are the threats? We always talk about the threats of being, you know, the landscape is our software is a threat, the hardware is a threat, and the people are a threat. Well, I really saw the scale slide this year towards understanding that, the software bits that we have many bits of technology in the cybersecurity landscape that are trying to deal with the software and hardware, but the people threat is that persistent threat and it's the variable that's always moving around. So trying to understand how we put the person as an insider threat in those situations, what they would do, how they behave, how we build from the ground up an approach of governance and accountability with, you know, how do we work out who's accessing what, how it's encrypted, how... Uh, how those critical value data buckets are put together and why they're put together. Understanding that is becoming more prevalent in the security world, which is a, it's a really good uh, trend that I've seen. When you start now stepping back and reassessing what does cybersecurity really mean, I think you can see the market in the industry and actually the clients and the drivers and the people beside it are saying, you know, maybe it's time to start looking and thinking at this slightly different, taking all the good bits we have found, looking at the use cases, looking at the behaviours, consolidating and bringing it all together and looking at how we best attack and approach the next set of prevention or detection going forward. That's Dr. Jim Kent from Nuix. There have been a number of public-private initiatives across the United States that seek to foster cooperation for both security and economic development. One of the newer ones has just been opened in Mississippi. The Mississippi Executive Alliance for Cybersecurity, or MEAC to give it an acronym, MEAC held its first meeting last Friday. The goal is, quote, to provide a venue for business leadership, board members, CEOs, and CFOs, to address cybersecurity so that they can effectively lead their organizations in a connected economy. End quote. Reuters this morning broke the news that the SWIFT International Funds Transfer System has sustained several additional attacks since the well-known fraud committed against the Bangladesh Bank. 
Swift declined to disclose the affected institutions this time around, but it did say the common factor in the incidents was exploitation of weak local security that enabled attackers to request fraudulent money transfer. SWIFT wants its member institutions to shore up their cybersecurity as soon as possible. The CyberWire heard from Balabitz Istvan Sabo, who said, quote, Even if banks upgrade and improve their current security tools and procedures as recommended by SWIFT, it is important to highlight that these attacks are not primarily machine-based and current security tools won't spot them, end quote. Essentially, the problem as he sees it is one of privilege abuse and privilege management. He recommends close profiling and monitoring of privileged users. In news of more ordinary cybercrime, Dr. Webb warns that the Mutabaha Trojan is impersonating Chrome in the wild. ESET has been following OS X Keydnap, which steals OS X keychain data and installs a backdoor in a victim machine. OS X Keydnap has been newly observed spreading by the transmission BitTorrent client application. AVG has discovered a new strain of ransomware. Phantom, with an F, which poses as a Windows update to gain access to its targets. Experts continue to debate the wisdom of paying ransom, but the best protection remains secure backup. Finally, if you'll indulge an anecdote, one of our stringers once walked into a cyber cafe in the former Soviet Union. He took one look, turned around, and walked back out. If we may virtually return to Russia for a moment, we'd like to give a shout-out to the journal Foreign Policy, which is running the best stock picture of a hacker ever. If you're tired of seeing some wraith-like figure in a hoodie hunched over a keyboard, go check out Foreign Policy's story on election hacking. The guy in it is shirtless and sitting in a lawn chair, scowling at a huge laptop. In the background are a kid's inflatable wading pool, a couple of discount camping tents, and, get this, a MiG-21. The guy's got to be a no-good Nick if we've ever seen one. Still, we wish we had our own MiG-21. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. 
Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the show our newest academic and research partner, Israel Mursky from Ben-Gurion University. Uh, welcome to the show. Why don't we begin with an introduction? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I came from Toronto, Canada. I was born there, and I moved to Israel when I was about 18 years old. I uh, did some religious studies, and then uh, I did my mandatory military service here in Israel. And afterwards, I started my first degree in communication systems engineering. And that's where I really uh, got involved with cyberspace security and got interested in it. And that was really in my last year of my studies, where uh, in order to get your degree, you have to do a final project. And I came up with this idea to, uh, instead of encrypting binary ones and zeros, what if we encrypted the physical signals themselves? In other words, the voltage that goes over the wire or the audio patterns that go over, over uh, uh, audible uh, sound waves. The concept here is that Every level that uh, lower that you encrypt your uh, channel, the more information that is protected. So if I encrypt the actual physical signal and it sounds like white noise to you, then you don't even know the bit rate, per se, that, of the signal that's going over through the channel. That's what really launched me into the domain of cyberspace security. And uh, actually, in that idea, which we called the Vernam Physical Single Cipher, I got a patent and sold it to a startup company. And after that, I, I realized that I really wanted to become a researcher in the domain of cyberspace security, especially for two main reasons. One, uh, the domain it involves a lot of creativity, thinking outside the box. And two, the domain's always changing. There's new technologies coming out all the time, and it keeps you thinking, and it keeps you on your toes. So I, I searched for a place to do my master's, and I found uh, Ben-Gurion University. They're the center of cyberspace security here in Israel, and they're growing very fast. And uh, I got accepted to the direct track program for a PhD, a five-year program. And I'm finishing up my last year now. Tell us about the lab there. So the lab here, uh, a little bit of history goes back about uh, at least uh, 10 years or so. Um, when uh, Deutsche Telekom, uh, or uh, I think in the States they're called uh, T-Mobile, uh, so they opened up uh, a lab here in, in uh, Ben-Gurion University and what they were really looking for is for a cooperation with the university somewhere international, in the States or in Israel and Europe. And they had some sort of idea for a project and they uh, and uh, kind of like a bidding war, kind of, so to speak, or in terms of proposals, research. Uh, ben Gurion University was uh, accepted. And it was the idea of trying to s deploy scrubbing uh, stations in their network to try and clean the traffic before it gets to the user. And they were so impressed with this three-year project that we did that they opened a lab here. And that's caused uh, our experience or involved a lot more experience through our university to grow. And uh, since then, we've, we do a lot of projects with the uh, um, with the industry, with IBM, with RSA, with Lockheed Martin, all in the domain of cyberspace security. And for two reasons, really. One is because uh, as researchers, we need funding and we need new ideas that involve and affect the world. And we need the data, especially in, when we're talking about machine learning. And on their side, they have, the, they have the data and they have a problem and we have the expertise. So it works out quite nicely together. And uh, here in Beersheba, we have basically a triangle that's being built. Uh, you have the university. Right next to the university, you have a high-tech park. And right next to the high-tech park, you have uh, where the, uh, the military's uh, intelligence uh, units are coming. And, we're gonna, and the vision of the government is to have a, a cooperation center here where 
each uh, sector works together and shares information together. All right, Israel Mursky, welcome to the Cyberwire. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T-Minus Space Daily and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K Cyberwire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com slash survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the dark net, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Cyberwire. 